Hello, I'm Nefeli, your host, and welcome to the Connected Circles first ever podcast. This is our new series called Talk Social to Me. This is a series that talks exclusively about social media, featuring the social media director of Connected Circles, Timon Tete. Hello, Timon. Hi, Nefeli's. Nice to be with you. Yeah, very excited to get started to this uh, new project of Connected Circles. So I would like to start by describing a little bit what we're doing, what is Connected Circles and what they've been doing like the past years. So the floor is yours. Well, thank you so much. And um, I mean, it's always nice to talk about social and um, also, you know, what we do. Say we are a digital agency and we go with the motto or tagline that's great conversations are you first for good and that means our mission is to disrupt how leaders and corporate brands communicate with key stakeholders in this digital age and we are inspired you know by the fact that um, today's top performing and most visible business leaders and that also includes corporate brands are social leaders so what this means is uh, we are evolving into a level of communication where people place more emphasis on thought leadership as against noise on social media. And what we, what we see today is, um, you know, more of the noise and less of the quality or, or, or qualitative information. So at Connected Circles, we pride ourselves as um, digital natives and we also pride ourselves as um, experts, you know, um, skilled in the art of positioning business leaders and brands um, in a way that will reflect thought leadership and also impact value um, to the lives of the stakeholders online. Yeah, of course. Thanks. And how will sum up will be that we're taking social media off your to-do list. So we do that for you. So we really, we can have like great conversations with you. But that's a fun way to put it. Taking yeah. social media off your to-do to list. It's part of my bio on Instagram, by the way. <laughs> Oh my god oh yeah that's what you have on instagram taking social media off your to-do list okay i like that i think that'll be the next thing i would say next time both team and i are working in the social media for the brand and uh for the clients and now that you know a little bit about us i think it's time to just get started so today we're going to discuss trends um, it is important to stay on top of um, the evolving social media trends as they can help you develop the most effective strategies and, of course, to keep you ahead of the competition. So in the recent times, we have witnessed a significant shift in how business leaders and corporate brands uh, use social media. The features and trends on social media can feel endless but they also give you like this opportunity that you need to experiment and connect with your audience in a different way. Uh, let's start. When I look at trends, I look at um, practicality of the things we see, you know, as it involves the evolution of social media. In the digital ecosystem, what we see right now is, you know, the increased adoption of augmented reality and virtual reality. All right. And we've seen that play out in gaming and the gaming or industry or whatsoever. And what I think or what I believe is sooner than later, we would start seeing, you know, the adoption of 
augmented and virtual reality in the world of social media so you could put it we could say maybe social media reality all right because right now to follow people yeah you need to look at um you need to look at um you need to open the apps on your phone you need to open the apps on your device on your tablet or whatever devices that you have right now now with the increased adoption of this um augmented and virtual reality platforms Show me the reality, but see your current reality that you be shared, that could be shared on your um, several social media platform. So, from my part, I think that would be a good at um, that would be uh, one of the trends. You know, we would see. Yeah, like of course we had also like the Google glasses a few years ago. We had the Snapchat glasses. It was like a big trend, but then everybody wanted to find this like vending machines that was selling, you know, these glasses that were not available in Europe or just you know like pop up stores and all that. So I think it's great, and we also seen the with like the adoption of Meta, and we also have e commerce that plays a big role of it. Because nowadays you can just you know try your things online before um, purchasing. We had a lot of brands having filters about their products, like lipsticks. You could try the the lipstick on, and then you know like all of these later things just like help you know evolving and you know like this trend going onwards to that. I'll move on to my biggest favorite trend of the year. And that can be anything else on TikTok. So, TikTok is like the hottest app right now, and honestly, is a platform that drives my motivation to write my thesis at the moment. So, um, I believe it will become huge. Um, TikTok was like the cool kid on the block in 2021, and that won't change this year. Uh, I mean, who have thought that um, in 2019, the TikTok will gain all this like popularity, having everybody, you know, like dancing around and all of that. But however, LinkedIn still remains the business favorite app and our company's favorite kid. So we love LinkedIn and we love that leadership um, and this agency. But with like over 1 billion monthly active users, TikTok is a space for like anyone and everyone. You have like less filters and like a better vibe than um instagram and like when i say everyone i literally mean like everyone can be on it it's no longer like a place just for young creators to you know to flaunt like their dancing talent and all of that but like now businesses can like beneficial for like advertisement like business influencers um you know like overall i do still believe that um it's now a place um, the most like millennials and Gen Z relate the most to it. And that's why like marketers are stepping in to be able to connect with this type of audience. Um, and then, you know, like TikTok will become more like a casual, like experimental um, app, I believe this year uh, for like the majority of the companies. Um, so yeah, what do you think, Timon, about TikTok? I know you're not like a huge fan of it. I'm trying to make you a big fan of it, but you're not there yet. <laughs> uh, well, the reality is uh, I've not really heard a reason to use TikTok. Not because I don't like TikTok. Being in the social media world, um, it's very easy to get um, drained or swamped with all the different apps, right? So I try to keep my social media presence, even though I live in the social media um, world, I try to keep my social media presence to professional side and the personal side. And for professional, definitely LinkedIn. And for the personal side, I would rather keep it to Instagram. 
um, because um, I may not be the kind of person to create videos every time. <laughs> You know, like that, because which is part of the requirements on TikTok, you know, you need to always, yeah. you know, be active. So looking at it from a timing, you know, point of view and availability point of view as well, I may not get the best out of TikTok, right? And unlike platforms like Instagram, where I could just write my text and just post it and I, you know, make little reels and stuff like that. I think TikTok demands more, you know, demands more and for me and sadly i do not have that time right but i love tiktok as a platform because i know uh, when it comes to b2c um if you look at it from a b2c approach um tiktok is one of the favorites you know um we have snapchat and facebook and all and all like that so for b2c communication definitely tiktok is key and whenever we have clients who um, would really need um uh, a B2C strategy and if we look at the target audience and the target audience at that you know that you can find on TikTok most definitely we recommend TikTok yeah I mean leading to that about TikTok and all of that of course like video content you know like it is there it is here it will blossom it will bloom this year even more than in the past years so I think we can all agree that the short form video content is now like the league of like the social media team. So we see you know, all the platforms and let's be honest, it's like the content we engage the most with. In fact, marketeers are increasingly emphasizing video content above like the textual material and the graphics. And I know we also do that at Connected Circles. So I believe when there is an opportunity for a video, we always go for the video. Um, and to add to that, um, like we talk about great conversations being forced for good. And one of the best formats to have those great conversations is definitely video. Because um, number one, it's personal. It's engaging because people see the person behind um, the voice. And it's also a good way to express yourself, to have, you know, the real kind of conversation you want to have, the great kind of conversations you want to have. Uh, so we always recommend as much as possible that for those clients that are comfortable being on video, to share their positive messages via video. Well, sometimes we have people that are not so comfortable <laughs> and then we could recommend other platforms, um, other formats like podcasts, which just yeah. takes only your voice and takes away the video out of it. But from research, you know, and by research, I mean data, data that we've collected. We've analyzed several posts. We analyzed thousands of posts on LinkedIn. What comes back to us every time is that, you know, video content perform better than every other kind of content, right? So it's not surprising to see that as one of the trends or have you say that as one of the trends you know um, social media trend for 2022 because that's reality and for those people that really want to optimize their social media visibility you cannot optimize your social media visibility without incorporating video content as part of your content strategy yeah i believe so like it caps the attention of the viewer like directly and then it keeps them like glued to the screen and like keep watching and watching and watching and i think that's one of the biggest challenges that TikTok succeeded on that it kept people so like captivating into like the screen keep watching and all that and we've seen that like we've seen apps like implementing this type of features um in their platforms like for example we have like youtube shorts we have like instagram reels we have you know all these new type of format that it doesn't take out the original i'll say like long like videos and all that but it still keeps a side of it. 
So um, what else do you have for us today? What other trends? One other trend we would see is the fact that um, thought leadership would become prominent. So by thought leadership, I mean business leaders today are expected to be vocal on issues that relate to their industries and also issues that relate to the stakeholders. Your stakeholders out there waiting for you or looking up to you you know to see or to hear what you have to say people would relate more with brands that connect to their beliefs with brand that connect with the values with the shared values you know that that, that they hold what we'll be saying right now and this is what we've already started witnessing is that increasingly business leaders and brands are becoming conscious of the need to express thought leadership on their and i mean in their sector so if you are operating in finance, you know, people want to know what value you bring into the finance ecosystem. And nobody can know the value until you start sharing. Okay, so it goes beyond just sharing content. You know, what we'll be seeing right now is people um, align themselves more with brands that valuable information, you know, on this topic. So if you operate in the, in the finance sector, if you operate in tech, you know, you can only start building followership when people see that you have valuable things to share on this topic, you know. So thought leadership on the sector, you know, well, on whatever sector or industry that you operate in would become center stage, you know, like I said. And this creates an increased demand you know on um, on business leaders and brand to step up their content game stepping on the content game i'm talking more about not just sharing but looking at the value behind it so before you make a post you always ask the question why should people care yeah what is the value <laughs> you always say that. <laughs> oh yeah why should people care what is the value I'm adding to my stakeholders? So if you cannot answer that with every post you make, then you've not, you're not even ready to approach the realm of thought leadership because this is where the thinking comes into it. So behind just going with the lazy approach of writing stuff, you know, you need to start thinking of ways you can add value to your community. You know, the only thing is, um, yeah, most times they don't have the time, you know, to really prepare those kind of materials. And that is why um, companies like us exist, you know. We exist to support know such people you know that really want to step up their thought leadership game on linkedin or whatever social media to really communicate with the stakeholders and because like i said the reality now is um if you don't do it your competitors are doing it right so would you what you would you want to take the backstage you know and watch your competitors blow zone you know or you also want to step up um, your game and one thing we also see is that you know today's top performing um business leaders or executives are social leaders all right so what that means is those that are known those that are popular those that people relate more with are those that have you know established themselves as social leaders and you cannot establish yourself as social uh, as a social leader without creating value to your community so this is a wake-up call to brands this is a wake-up call to business executives and by business executives it doesn't mean just the ceo alone it cuts across all the c-level members you know this is a wake-up call to everyone and even regular employees to see how best they can start adding value to the network all right gone are the days where people just sit quiet and or no like that everybody has a story to tell there there's someone out there waiting to hear your story so this is a wake-up call to everybody to step up the game to start creating this conversation great conversations for good start sharing the stories you know start expressing your knowledge in the sectors you you operate in and then you start being you start building real authentic followership yeah of course definitely and 
that's what um, Connected Circles is doing. What you said about the CEO and leaders remind me of the um, uh, Andama report, trust report uh, of this year. Um, so uh, one of the things that was mentioned was how um, the role of the CEO is very important in terms of like the quality of information that has been shared, how visible it is, how strong and, you know, like the good image of the CEO and how this can like impact the business and, you know, like the work of the employees and all that. The report was mentioned how important it is to see the person behind the boss and recognize like their dedication to like their own like employees into that. So talking about how CEOs need to stand on like the social issues in order to, you know, attract the talent, attract new things and start, you know, have all these like good conversations about it. And of course, um, having the shift to like more towards like a long term thinking and I'll say a long term like strategy to that and how they can be the source for like reliable information um, in our society and like in their industry, like in the sectors like they operate about. One of the important takeaways from um, from the Elderman report that um, business leaders have a huge responsibility, you know, to build trust with the stakeholders. One best way to build trust with your stakeholders, which would also reflect on your employer brand and increase patronage or increase um, client rotation or even attracting talent, is to better communicate your vision, better express your knowledge on the topics that are peculiar to the society that you operate in, you know, and by society you operate in, I'm not talking about just your industry focus right now. There are issues in the society, you know, let's take sustainability as an example. You know, people want to know about your, um, I mean, today, people want to be sure that the brands that they like are committed to sustainability. These are ways to build trust, you know, with your stakeholders. And a key part of that building trust, you know, comes back to the content, you know, that you share on this platform. Of course, always. You know? so, it's always yeah. the content and the quality of it. Because so it's always a content, it's always a quality, you know, how valuable your content is. And by sharing this valuable content, you build trust with your network. And by building trust, every other thing follows, you know, patronage, um, patronage, um, um, talent reten um, retention, attracting talent or whatsoever. Everything goes back, you know, to um, to the, I would say the umbrella, you know, of um, creating great conversation, you know, um, great conversations for good, which is really, I really love that. I really love Always, that. Always, you, you, you're going to hear quite often uh, the yep. slogan of the company in this podcast series. Uh, great conversations know. I force for good. Yeah. yeah and that's it. And that's um, that's a summary of everything I have to say, you know, respective of, uh, uh, and really that summarizes what we do. That summarizes our, our unique uh, um, selling proposition on Connector Cycles is that we support, you know, brands, we support leaders, you know, to create these great conversations that will be a force for good, force for good with the stakeholders, force for good with, you know, maybe not only the stakeholders, but the general, um, the, the community at large, you know, because at the end of the day, everybody just wants positive vibes, you know, but in the midst of positive vibes, people also want to learn from you. People want to see the value that you bring. And that's where the, the idea um, uh, of thought or the positioning of thought leadership comes in as well. Yeah, of course. And adding to that, what you just said about the CEOs and leaders and all that and the content they share and everything, 
Um, I have this other trend in my list about the growth of the social media communities. And that's exactly what Drew talked about. So now like we have uh, the customers who are being added to like social groups and then businesses may connect with them uh, more like intimately because like they aim to cater all this like requirement and to meet their expectations because the need now it's bigger and stronger and forces all these conversations and all these like new products and all of that so uh, these forums are extremely like beneficial for gathering like consumer feedback recommendations like resolving complaints and all of that and of course like they distribute like tailored material that customers will enjoy and i'll bring again tiktok in our conversation but this is exactly what the tiktok algorithm is doing it provides you the content that you want to see the content you want to consume so it's a platform that gives you all this accessibility to join all these different type of communities of course like all the different platforms have their own community and that's what i believe as marketeers or social media experts we should aim for like having a strong community and build a community that's one that's the purpose of being on social media because the idea of being on social media is not you know to really uh, i mean the way i see it and that's you know the how we're quite different from every other person or every other um, organization is we look at it as you influencing uh, making impact within your influence group all right so for every client to work with they have specific influence group you're not trying to influence everybody all right so you have a group of people that you find relevant you know to your message and you also find your message relevant all right so and that's one best way to approach social media not looking at it from oh i want to talk to everybody no find your communities build relationship with the communities that you care about because at the end of the day that's what matters to you and when you look at your impressions or post impressions at the end of the day if you're counting like 1 million views you know and out of the 1 million views you look you see majority of the people there are people that do not care about your message then you've missed the point you've missed the point of building communities and that is where growth comes in right so it's better to have 1000 views from people in your community by people in your community i mean people that are that find your message relevant than to have 1 million views from people that do not even care about you because at the end of the yeah. day of what value would those views be if they do not you know bring you leads of what values with those um with those millions of views bring if they do not um if they are not from people that really find your messages valuable so building communities you know it's key you know and it's linked to how best you've worked on your growth you know strategy and that's what connected cycles we do not see growth as a number game we see growth as qualitative rather than quantitative okay and it's better to have 1000 people that will find value in the message you share and the 1000 people you also find value in the message than to have 10000 people that do not really care about you and that's the reason why you find profiles for example uh, for people that have not been able to build communities and you see that you see that clearly from the profile you come across profiles like maybe you come across profiles with let's say 10000 connections and you go through the engagement you're saying one like or five likes and you ask yourself how come a profile of 10000 connection is only having five likes whereas you can have a profile of 500 people 
And anytime this profile of 500, anytime this person with a connection of 500 people is making a post, he's having maybe 50 likes or 60 likes. Now, when you compare, you see the importance of communities because a person who has a profile of 500 followers has built a community, unlike the person who has a profile of 10,000 people and having five likes on his post. It's clear that that person has no beauty community. So when people look at, I'm talking about LinkedIn now because that's a platform. <laughs> we all know you love right LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, when, when people look at, when people look at growth as an approach to build communities, it's not a better yeah. number one for your personal brand, you know, for the visibility of your personal brand. The results are also better for the visibility of your employer brand because if your personal brand is visible, it means your employer brand is visible as well, okay? And take that away from the employee, um, from the visibility of a brand. You bring it back to the visibility of your content. One of the most annoying things or one of the most frustrating things on, on social media is when you post and people do not engage with your posts. Oh, okay. that's so bad. Right? That's frustrating. No matter how good it is, you find that people do not engage with your post. That can only happen when you've not been successful at building communities. Okay? But yeah. once you understand the importance of building communities, you know, you take this a step further and that informs all your strategies. You know, that informs everything you do. So this means you can only connect with people that know would find personal brand valuable. So personal brand I'm talking about, okay, and what you share, who you are, and all like that. You know, as against connecting with like, oh, I'm just gonna connect with everybody because I want to improve my numbers. Okay. So community um, that tells me that I connected with like all the people I knew from university. <laughs> no, which is good because when you connect with people that you know from um that you know from universities, these are people that are uh, these are people that know you personally and which is the key to success when it comes to growth all right yeah. it's better to connect with people that know you than people that do not yeah, know 100%, you 100 percent. yeah you have right? more chances to have more engagement like your post comments and oh, yes. you know and that's it so and that's the idea of community so the idea of communities is number one connect with people that know you personally connect with networks or groups you know of people that know you personally although you cannot keep it at that you still need to extend your reach to people that do not know you but what that means is whenever you connect with people that do not know you you make them know you you know you build relationship with those people and once you start building relationship with people they go beyond just being members of your network to becoming members of your community that's when the beauty of um, your growth strategy comes to life because converting people from being just members of your network to making them members of your community due to the relationship you start building with them success i hope you all took notes of what timo just said um i think very useful and inside because you've been working in this industry for a few years so you've seen quite a lot but adding to that that reminded me of like nano influencers and how they've been rising the past years, which is like influencers between 1,000 and 10,000 followers, which have the most engagement than someone who is like a mega influencer with like 1 million followers. And I do see like the value in all of this uh, in this type of influencers or this type of accounts because like my account rise between 1,000 and 10,000, closer to 1,000 to 10,000, but still. Um, so, you know, I believe you should be you should be attaining the influencer status very soon. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so we're rising between um, you know, like 
this account and this like new concept and new perspective because now us as like experts we're also looking at someone's like um engagement pose quantity quality and and all of that instead of just like the number of the connections or the followers that they may have because at the end of the day that's like I will say useless to us as experts in order to like you know um, have a growth in like someone's profile or someone you know corporate. I believe we've seen that a lot with TikTok because and again TikTok <laughs> because um, TikTok is a platform where your followers do not count. What counts is like the number of views you get on the videos, right? So on the content that you produce, you may have like. 100 followers but then one of your videos may have like i don't know three billion views you know and that matters most in this community whenever i can i'll bring up tiktok so because i'm never tired of hearing your, your, your <laughs> talk about tiktok you know? and oh, yeah. you know honestly i think that's also giving me more uh, um inspired me to really experiment on the platform you know although i said previously that it's not something i find or found really interesting but I think that's going to change, you know, because um, one of the trends you mentioned was, uh, you know, video content, you know, would become mainstream, would become um, mainstream. And of yeah. course, TikTok is primarily video, right? Yeah, and like course, I said, yeah. for brands, for brands willing or for brands conscious about, you know, connecting with stakeholders, you know, if you look at your target audience and you think, the demographic, um, the demography um, of your target audience are those that you find, you know, on on TikTok. Then it would be advisable to experiment, you know, on um, on using this platform. Yeah, I believe so too. And on that, there's this one last trend I like to mention that I feel like sums up a little bit what we've been having in this conversation as how live videos will transform the whole like social media ecosystem because we've seen brands experimenting um, a lot the past year and I believe uh, pandemic helped that a lot to move forward uh, because uh, we're doing everything online we're working online and all of that so we needed this like uh, more active realness I'll say to uh, every platform we're using and just be able to interact in real time with consumers, with your stakeholders. Of course, um, LinkedIn already incorporated this live streaming um, into the new like events feature. I'll say it's they stole it kind of from Clubhouse and then Clubhouse from like podcasts and radio and all of that. What do you think about this new features that LinkedIn, which is like a business app, right? So it's not like the fun app or cool app that people will be up, decided to launch this type of features. Well, if you look at the evolution of LinkedIn, at some point, LinkedIn was a place to just look for jobs. LinkedIn was just a platform where people just upload their CVs and like, oh, I'm looking for a job. But right now that's changed. So LinkedIn is now becoming a content platform and becoming a content platform it means you need to provide all the different content formats available to people to experiment right so not just text not just images not just videos not just some pdfs or documents or only text format you know one thing we've seen you know is the increased adoption of live videos and like you said thanks to, to the pandemic you know people were locked in at homes you know we couldn't go to events anymore you know so this is something i think would continue even after the pandemic creates opportunity for brands to become more engaging you know with the stakeholders so people that cannot be with
with you in person, you know, rather than miss out on all the fun happening, you know, um, right at the venue, they can connect with you real time. So I think live video is going to be a game changer, you know, for conscious brands that really want to improve on their stakeholder relationship, you know, and not just LinkedIn right now, across all platforms. You know, some people still prefer to do things the traditional way. But the problem of doing things the traditional way is that while you're still lay, um, holding on to the traditional way, the people in your ecosystem are moving on with the new ways. All right. So how long do you want to hold on to the old ways and lose your customers or lose your clientele? Uh, whereas, you know, there's an opportunity for you to step up your game. And live videos, and I mean, in fact, some people are not even comfortable making videos to start with, you know, not to even talk of live videos, you know, so bringing live yeah, videos to the conversation. Yeah, that would be a big step. <laughs> yeah, so bringing live videos to the conversations, I'm like, yo, I'm not even comfortable with making videos and you're telling me to do live videos, but baby steps, all right? Yeah. Some people need to take baby steps. For, for those that are already advanced in the in the use of video content, you can step up your game, you know, to making it more live, you know. And this demands a lot of professionalism, something brands need to pay close attention to. Because like I said, um, whether you do it or not, your competitors are doing it, all right? So would you just want to lose out on the fun? I call it fun because, yeah, I mean, it's a good way, you know, to interact with your community, right? So would you rather lose out on the fun uh, or, you know, step up your game and see how you can use these tools like i always say great conversations are force for good you know so whatever yeah. tool you can use to have those great conversations you know have it and honestly live videos are a very good way to have real feedback from your clients or yes. real feedback from your stakeholders i love that that's right? like i think one of my favorite parts to oh, it yeah so if you're going to make a video and post a video, yeah, you can have the feedback in the comment section or stuff like that. But with live videos, you can hear real time what your people or what the people you care about are saying to you, right? They can interact with you real time. Now, they may not be able to do that in person, but with the option of a live video, you know, you can do that. So why not take up the advantage of having those great conversations, you know, with um, with your stakeholders online? So I believe it's um, it's something worth, you know, adopting for conscious brands, you know, but for some other brands, you need to make baby steps, right? For those that have to make baby steps, no pressure. We're slowly heading towards the end um, of this episode. Uh, unfortunately, we cannot have a live interaction with you on the comments. Uh, however, let us know um, the trends you're most excited about uh, on our social media pages. Um, so thank you, Timon, for being here with me today at this uh first episode it's a pleasure uh, thank you all for listening to the connected circles podcast uh tune in for the next episode and don't forget to connect with us on social media so follow us at connected circles on linkedin and at connected course circles on instagram and tiktok uh, and visit our website at connectedcircles.net circles.net